Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. 100%. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host. And this morning, I have the opportunity to not only bring some laughs, hopefully, I got your guys' way, but also hear the story of exactly who is Grower Joe and Basement Groves. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. How you been? Uh, like I said before the show, I woke up a little rough, but other than that, I'm doing all right. I've got roughly two days two and a half days to pound of work and then I take the weekend off for Legacy Michigan and I finally get to get a taste of I caught a small MJ BizCon, but basically our version of, of it in a sense. Not necessarily, but I get to meet everybody that I don't normally get to come across. So it's a great opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. It's like Disney for me. That's so fun, man, when you get to meet people from the community that are growing like us, smoking like us and just putting a positive spin on this plant, man. So I'm excited for you to head there. What date's that? That's in Michigan? Yep. That's the 21st through the 23rd in Hartford, Michigan at the Hartford Motor Speedway. We're having people like the Mendo Dope Boys, Danny Danko is going to be there. Ed, I can't even say his last name. I never could. Ed, the author, that's all I can say because I can't pronounce the last name. It's going to be there. Um, I'm going to be doing a sit down with uh, Jordan Rivers from Growcast. We're going to do a live episode remotely right from there. Um, we're going to be, I'm going to be meeting up with so many people. Um, Cousin Nikolai is going to be there. Um, I don't know if Hygen is going to make an appearance. They're probably busy, but it's a lot of people that are going to be there that I just can't believe. Um, Mercive is leading it. We got Bone Thugs and Harmony coming out. So a couple of their representatives of the group are going to be there. It's just going to be an insane party three days camping you know hanging out with them session with them and just having a good old time you know i uh we we work with a company up here called big cloud farms and they've got an 80 acre farm they typically put it up together on but this time they rented out a whole speedway and so yeah so it's going to be it's going to be insane definitely yeah it's going to be an insane lineup if anybody's interested in checking it out, Big Cloud presents on Instagram, and the list is too long for me to even name everybody. Like you have to go read it because I can't even remember everybody. That's how many people are being there. They've got entertainment handled on literally every aspect, from fire dancers to you know your lighting, all the way, all the way through. It sounds just- like a party, man. A lot of interesting names there that I actually know. I'm actually doing a podcast today with Jordan Rivers, uh, okay. After yours, um, and then you've got friggin' Mendo Dope Boys. That's gonna be so cool, man. Like, oh, definitely cool lineup of artists too, man. So not only are you gonna be able to meet the people that are getting high, man, you're gonna meet the people that have been getting you high for years, dude. That's so fucking cool, man. I'm jealous. I wish I knew about more of these things in the community because like i hear about them last minute so anybody out there man if you're watching this and you got an event coming up send me a dm over on instagram it's just the basement grow show over there i want to learn about these man because everyone that i've been to so far man has been amazing has that been your experience too uh not so much you know up here (laughs) it's kind of like the black market i guess you'd say when it first started you know 
like I was just talking on another show the other day, my first event kind of ruined things for me, but I decided to keep going forward. You know, I, I went to an event when it was just became medically legal and recreationally legal in Michigan here. And um, I paid a guy $20 a head to get in the door. Mind you, I had three heads. So me and two other people at the time, we were a three piece show. And I, so 60 bucks right off the bat, we get in there. It's so smoky. The air, it was bad. You couldn't even see Like I like the smoke and this was bad. And uh, then on top of that, it was like an old bingo hall. And then all of a sudden we were there not even an hour and the police showed up and said, you know, you guys are over capacity. We got to shut you down. And it was, it, that was my first one. So I was there about an hour and I paid $60, you know? So it was like, Oh yeah, that's a lot of money in an hour, you know, but it is what it is. We moved forward. And then I met up with big cloud farms that is putting this on. And my first actual event was called Mindo in the Mitten. And last year, uh, the beginning of like right around June-ish, I want to say, I'd have to check the date. I'm not good with dates, but uh, I went down there and I ran into another show called Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle. And uh, he, I asked him, you know, he was carrying a camera and I said, you know, I said, is this the way the media goes? And he said, yeah, right there behind the stage. And I didn't think nothing of it. And I'm at Mendo and I'm standing there and I'm singing every word. And people thought I was part of their crew. Ladies were coming up. Are you with them guys? No, I'm just a big fan, you know, and it, that that steamrolled the whole thing to just building into a bigger ball of wax to where I'm doing events this month almost every weekend. And it's it cuts into the paycheck a little bit, I'll be honest, but at the same time, I'm doing opportunities that I'll never get to do again. I'm meeting people, you know, that might be a once in a lifetime thing. And when I found out Jordan was going to be there, for example, you know, I was just like, oh, man, I got to get a hold of him. So I got a hold of him. He's like, dude, I will schedule a whole hour out of my block. Come sit down. Let's have a chat. We don't know if the signal is going to be good enough to go live. So we might have to make it a premiere. But you know, we're going to sit down, we're going to hear his story, because that's how, kind of how this show is with me. I don't get into the, a lot of the scientific growing stuff as much as like you guys do on the other stuff, because I'm still learning. But at the same time, you know, I like to hear people's story. I call it the, the digital campfire. You know, you're, you're sitting around the campfire, you got everybody in the chat the same way you would if you were into a, one of our events. This is how it is for our events up here. We have large bonfires. And every, at the end of the night, after the events basically wrapped up, we call it wind down time. And everybody sits around the bonfire. Some people drink, but not necessarily, you know, we don't condone alcohol mixed with cannabis that much. But it, we don't abandon it neither. And, uh, you know, you got to be responsible for yourself, obviously. I don't touch alcohol, period. But um, long story short, everybody sits around it and we just hear people's stories. And where they came from, who they are, and what they do. And, you know, I met an author that was local that had a book in a bookstore. And then I, you know, you just meet so many people's stories and, and they fascinate you. And you just want to tell them to everybody else. So that's the whole concept here. And that's why we're here. We want to hear your story. You know, I want to know how you got into this. Have you always, my main, I guess my number one question I want to start out with is, have you always been involved in entertaining? 
Like, cause you are the best. You're like literally the best in the industry. You might not take credit for it, but everybody loves laughing because you, you bring the medicine. You really do. I appreciate that, man. I, and, and when you ask the entertaining question, it's like, what, what do you consider like the entertaining part? And for me, like, I've just kind of just been a character, man, my whole life. Like I, I like making people laugh. There's something inside of me that like makes me enjoy it, man. Whether that's just me enjoying being a goofball or enjoying that other person kind of laughing. So like entertainment's always really been a part since the minute I was probably born until the minute I'll die, man. Like I have hilarious things that I even want to do at my funeral, man. Like I'm the type <laughs> of guy that like, when I, if I know I'm dying, I'm going to go take like a full photo shoot of me and like thongs and everything just to make people laugh, right? Like, I just want to be funny all the time, man. Like, my story kind of starts with me just being a kid, man, growing up and making people laugh and goofing around and get myself in shit, right? Because like there was a line and if you push that line with mom and dad, they would laugh. But then if you went a little bit farther, you get yourself in trouble, right? But you always wanted that extra laugh. So it's like. It's always been part of me, man. I don't really know when it exactly started, but I think it's from the first minute I landed on this earth, man. It's just been kind of making people laugh and goofing around. The whole online thing, that's kind of new, man. It's probably new for you as well, right? Like how long have you been on here doing what you've been doing? I've been doing audio for two years. Video more, more or less about a year and a half, maybe a year, because I have alopecia areata. Um, it's an autoimmune disease that makes my hair fall out. Um, there's no cure. Um, they have they have ways to deal with it, and they say stress causes it, but they haven't pro proven it. And um, I used to be scared to show my face. I, I think we talked back then, you know. And you, you, you know, a lot of you guys. That's I give the credit to. You guys are the guys. You know, I I know, I, and I hear this all the time. I ask a lot of questions, and I ask I. I might be a bug, but, you know, it's because I don't have anybody to direct me. And when I see people that are doing well and are essentially in the position I want to be in someday, I want to know what it took to get there. And I want to ask every question that nobody else is asking because somebody out there is asking the question, but they're afraid to ask it. So they got it in their mind, but they're not stepping up to the plate. And, uh, you know, I got to be that mouthpiece as, as we say it, you know, and, uh, basically ask these questions because I want to, I want to do this for a living. I really do. You know, it's, it's a hobby and I, and I want to, I want to get to doing it full time. I mean, I do it full time now It is because I am a one man show, but you know, it's taken a long time to get in front of the camera for me because, you know, I was so afraid people were going to judge me on my conditions. You know, uh, just a year ago, I didn't even have a full beard. I mean, I've been using nothing but cannabis and excuse me, hemp, hemp shampoos. I, I, I went very um, non-GMO, kind of vegan based on some things and um, other things. I, I just stuck just like we want to do with our plants. I went organic, you know, and uh, I, I have to know what's putting I'm putting in my body because even, you know, um, mashed potatoes. The starch in mashed potatoes triggers my immune system to push out follicles of hair. You know, there's every day I lose hair. Like, it's kind of funny. I was, I'm like a cat, you know, or a, or a long haired dog. Every day I got just I, I just brush my face and hair falls out, you know, and, and it sucks. But 
the good thing is, is I'm a male, you know, us guys, we really don't need hair. We really don't. We, but, we really don't care. Right. But for women, right. man, I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a lot worse. You say you want to do this as a career, man. And as a, as your full-time gig and like anybody watching this, I'm telling you right now, it's doable, man. This is oh, really yeah. doable and it's doable because of people that support the channels and, and get in, get in front of people and share people's content. And that's all it really takes, right? Commenting and sharing stuff and making sure you're subscribed. Like, you should be subscribed right now. And if you're not, make sure you're following and subscribing. And make sure you hit that thumbs up, too. Because that really helps put these videos in front of one another. And it doesn't matter whether you like somebody or you don't, man. You need to just share cannabis content. Because the more people we can get in front of this plant, then the bigger this whole market's going to be. And the market I'm talking about is... Being able to talk about cannabis online, smoke it, grow. What happened to my screen? Can you see me? Uh, yeah, we can see you fine and hear you. I'm okay, a, oh, now mine went to sleep. Oh, hold on a second. My here. screen just went to sleep on me. It's never happened like that before. Mine did too. Same time, literally. That was crazy. Like Trying to shut us down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, definitely. Go ahead, man. You have any questions? No, Oh, I have tons of questions. I was just, I'm kind of giving you the reins here and listening to what you have to say, because like I said, you've you've been an inspiration. Yeah, I get to do it. I'm getting to do it right now. I've been doing it for the last couple of years, full time. I don't have a job anymore. I had a really good job. I quit that job and said, you know what? It's not necessarily about the money. If I got enough money to pay my bills and support my kids, then I'm going to be okay. Right. And I looked at being rich in a different way, man. And, and everyone yeah. wants to be rich because they tie it to money and being able to buy things and get things. Honestly, rich for me over the last little bit, man, has been able to just like talk openly about what I want to do. Get high when I want to get high and not be frowned upon. Like I was holding yeah. back, man. I was not not producing content, not putting content out because I didn't want my work to see it. Like you were right. showing your face because uh, of an illness. I bet you yep. part of you was really scared to show your face about losing your job or what family members would think. And it's not yes. necessarily about what the people watching judge. It's almost about your circle around you. And what I say to that man is like, those fucking people shouldn't be part of your circle. Then they really right. should. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you should be able to do this, but it is possible, man. And any questions you have about it, you ask, you ask away, man. And I'll be out up in front with everything we do and how we do it. And I'm, I'm open to share anything with you. Definitely, definitely. You know, um, I guess I just want to kind of start with just the standard questions that we ask everybody and we'll just steamroll from there. You know, we want to know when was the first time you came across cannabis and where'd you get it from? I mean, that's the question we like to hear everybody answer because everybody has a unique story. But I mean, a lot of them are are similar. It could be an older brother or an uncle or something like that, or you found your dad's stash. But you know, other people, you know, like me, for example, my neighbor, he brings over a joint, you know, from his brother. We didn't know nothing about it. And this was back in uh, late, I want to say late to mid 90s. Um, and uh, it had special K on it, you know, first time I ever smoked, you know, and I was seeing all kinds of shit and didn't know what was going on. And that was the thing back then. But now, you know, everybody has a story. And we want to hear yours. 100%, man. Mine actually, mine goes back to my big brother, man. I mean, I I can't remember the age that it was, but it was later than most. I was doing some other, like, experimental stuff when I was younger. But for me, it was, like, 
I was really into sports, man. We were playing sports all day. We were out from the morning until night, man. We had to have a bath every single night because we were so filthy, right? Like there was points where I remember we would just like practice our baseball slides. Like we'd rip our hands up and everything. We were just sliding into first base and second base and so on and so forth, right? But like once I started experimenting, it was like I started with like cigarette like i'd have like a little puff of my mom's cigarette like when she ran into a she would smoke in the car so there'd be cigarettes and stuff and yeah i would take like a little like put it out right and that was it but i didn't like smoking so i didn't really start smoking and then once i went to high school i learned about weed and shit like that i smelled it around my neighborhood but i didn't really know what it was and then once i was in grade nine my brother was in grade 11 um and he was smoking weed like he was trying it and he was experimenting with stuff. And I remember he brought home a big bag of weed because of flying. Brian was the guy that was like selling this stuff back in the day. And my brother was friends with him. And he my, he like hid a little bag of weed at my house. And then that following weekend, my parents went away to Florida and we're all sitting there hanging out. I remember like it was yesterday because I was actually cooking steak stir fry. And it was like the first time that I ever cooked steak stir fry because my dad would always make it. So I thought I was really cool, like moving the frying pan and shit and getting her going. Right. And these guys were all about to go get high and they were going to hop <laughs> off the bathroom. And it was the first time I have ever seen weed. They get it rolled out on the paper and then they're taking this brown oil and they're just kind of painting it on the paper um, as, as a sticky because the paper didn't really have any sort of stick on. It was like a roll that you would cut. As long okay, as you yep. it, right? So basically, they put it in there, they roll it up, and they're passing this joint around inside the bathroom. And I'm just in there hanging around, kind of getting contact high for the first few minutes. And then the joint comes to me, and I take a, a decent haul. And I thought you needed to smoke like this back then because you'd see it in all the rap videos, you see it in the videos, and they'd be like, Yep, yep. Mm. <laughs> you're holding it, you're holding it, <sighs> right? And it fucking stargazed me, man. I took off into an alternate universe. Like, I didn't see anything, but like, <laughs> the senses overloaded, man. I could hear things a lot better. I could see things a lot clearer, and it was very overwhelming. Get this euphoria overside your body, sweat starting to beat down my forehead, and I was getting a bit overwhelmed and scared, and these guys fucked with me, man. They put me in the bubble, what we called it back then, and I'm sure you guys heard of this too, where – you start to talk to somebody, but you cut your voice out completely, and you're like, "Yep." And it's I'm like you're swimming. <laughs> the hell are these guys doing? They're all not talking to me, and they're talking to me, but I can't hear them. They're like, "Can't hear me," and I'm like, "No, oh, what the fuck's going on, boys? What the hell's going on?" Anyways, I go up in the, I go upstairs in the in the bathroom, man. I'm taking a wet cloth, putting it down the back of my neck, man. Don't calm down, like I think I'm dying now, right? Because like my parents talked about it in such a negative light that like I thought for some reason I might have like smoked like Special K, like you, or they used to call it, like angel dust, and people would yep. say smoke this and never come back. And I'm like, I'm on that path. I'm leaving and not coming back, right? So then I watch it for a long time, man. And then in grade twelve, I started smoking it again, and I was a little bit more mature. Had a little bit more control over my mind, even though it took till now to get to get that control. But I would puff it a little bit on the weekends. And then as I get older, I puff it throughout the week. I guess the more budget I had, the more that I could buy the medicine, I would I would kind of puff it. Um, but back then I was ignorant and kind of just used it to get really, really high. Whereas yep. now I'll have enough puffs to get me to a level head 
where I'm calm and cool and collective. So that was my first experience, man. And it wasn't a great one. And I think that's probably why this plan has such a negative impact on people because people like me, people like you, we're going to give somebody a decent experience, but there's a lot of like full blown, like chronic stoners out there that are like, let's fucking hotbox this. Let's do this on their first try. Right. And I think it's just a little bit overwhelming for people. So I, I hope that people let people have a little few puffs, see how they're doing, almost give them a little dabble. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's like just recently I took my first dab, you know, in, in about, Oh, about 20, 20 plus years, you know, since I dabbed the first time I dabbed my brother, you know, and we were in my, we were in my kitchen and now mind you, I was raised by my grandparents. Um, but, uh, we were in my grandparents' kitchen and my grandpa's watching us do it. He's fascinated by it. He's like, well, I guess this is what they do now. Let's see what you do. And he's watching us. And, and the next thing you know, Bless his heart. He's, he passed two and a half years ago from COVID. But um, long story short, you know, we're sitting there and uh, my brother gets it going. I'm doing it over the sink because I know I know if I hit this and it ain't good, I'm going to puke. And um, so I hit it and I start can't breathe and I'm dry heaving and I'm dry heaving. And here it went right in the sink. I'm glad I was over it. But long story short, you know, he had it so hot that I couldn't take it. And uh, I just recently did it at a festival I was at with the guys I trust, you know, kind of like you that are on a professional level that know the temperature it needed to be at, knew how I, how long I should have hit it, how hard. They, they walked me through it, essentially. And it was great. You know, I, I'm not saying I would probably get back into doing that over my flower because well, I don't know how to produce dabs myself. So, and being in the small town, that is one thing I don't want. Essentially, I know not necessarily get addicted to, but I don't want that to be my preferred way of consumption now. And I not be able to afford it like I do my flowers. So, because I, I grow my own. That's a concern I, because the price is high if you can't produce. But I'll be honest with you, man. I'm dabbing like I'm bong ripping today because I don't have any dabs. But like dabbing is my preferred method now, man. And when you break it down, I don't like the smoke. Like I don't like the smoke. I don't like putting smoke in my body, but I can't eat it. Every time I eat it, I'm like comatose, man. I can't even oh. really do anything. Like I can't find an experience by eating it that gives me the same experience as smoking it. It might be something with the way that my body breaks down the cannabis, right? But dabs, man, is such a clean form, right? Like especially if you can get like a live rosin. And, and you're clean. You're smoking the cleanest portion of it, and you're vaporizing it with some of these new electronic digs, like electronic dab rigs, man. And because you're right, Mad Dog, like bye bye half a lung if you're too hot. And I mean, you're eyeballing it, right? Like you're like letting her go. But some of these animals are crazy, man. I can't believe them. They're just like one dabs. Like my neighbor's coming over today, and we're actually gonna set a tense machine up, and we're gonna try to take. Bong rips with the tense machine going on. Oh man, oh you're bringing back memories now. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta speak this memory just because 100%. you brought it into my yeah. life. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, my my brother, he lives in South Carolina now. He's married. You know, he's got a child. He don't even, I, I don't even know if he smokes anymore. It's been, unfortunately, it's been a while since I've been down there. But um, long story short, you know, 
we were sitting in our bedroom as kids and my parents had, I think that's might be the same thing, but they had like this muscle contraction thing with these yes. pads. Same thing. And, and my brother put them on his hands and my other brother turns this damn thing up full blast and tells my brother to try to clap. <laughs> and my brother's going, I can't, I can't, and I, and I can't move my hand, shut it off, and we're dying, we can't even shut it off, we're laughing so damn hard, oh, I, I can't wait to see what comes out of you guys, because you always do it great, so it's going to be, it's going to be the, very comical, definitely. Well, buddy Tommy, when, man, he's a, this is actually a cool story, because I'm sure there's a lot of new growers that watch this, and a lot of experienced growers, and He's a brand new grower, man. And it's so cool because Tommy would Tommy would tell you that like he kind of needed growing. He didn't even know that he needed it, man, but he was bored. He he's not working right now. He's out of work because of his neck. And he was kind of getting bored and didn't really have anything to do, man. And then he kind of found growing. And I introduced him to well, he grew before. He always had a garden and he used to have a big farm. And now he moved into a, a smaller neighborhood and he's kind of just settling down in life, right? Being an older fella. And uh, when it, when I introduced him back into growing cannabis, man, he like fell in love with it. And now he's got like multiple tents on the go. But now that he's now that me and him have met and he sees what I'm doing and he's met the community now. And now he's got there's over 800 people following him now. And he thinks that's the coolest fucking thing ever because he's starting to interact with them and he's sending messages. And it's so cool how it can start like that. Right. Like all these people talking about their first dabs. I'm telling you right now, experience a first dab in the same way that you got to recently, man. That's a very important part of it, man. I just right. want to circle back on that because dabs are awesome if they're not overwhelming. Man. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, same way with anything. You know, my brothers, they wanted, I won't say the full name, but they wanted to take some hits of tickets. That's what we call them up here. And me, I don't do that. Well, I wanted it to be safe, and so did my grandfather. And my brothers were like, oh, come on, we got some good stuff, you know, it's pure, it's, it's, it's stuff, you know, psychedelic, I'll just put it that way. Everybody can kind of figure out what it is. But long story short, we did a Breaking Bad episode, essentially. So I bought a motorhome, and we were restoring it, and I fully restored it. It was a 1984, so it was old school, carbureted. I had it souped up, because I'm a car guy. And, uh... We drove around and we drove out by Lake Michigan and we're all sitting in the back. We're playing Monopoly. We're playing Sorry. We're playing cards. Just sitting at the beach, having a good time on the side of the road. That's where you park down at our area. And it's just nothing but coast. You can't see anything. Kind of like going to the ocean. And uh, long story short, we're there until 2, 3 in the morning. And all of a sudden the DNR rose up. And they're like, you can't be out here. And my brothers are seeing all kinds of crap. They're on the beach. They're walking down on the beach. They're saying they're seeing stuff in the sky. And yeah, but I gave them the good environment. You know, it's kind of like that. If you don't have a good environment and it don't go well, well, it's not going to be good for you. And you probably ain't going to want to do it again. So make sure you're in the right setting when you try something for the first time. I think that goes for everything, man. Make sure you're in the right setting for everything, man. The older I get and the more that, like, I'm doing this online thing and I'm meeting some people, man, that's important too, man. Make sure you are you got the right people in your circle, man. Like, if people aren't supporting you, then don't, don't support them. Like, don't support them. And we all got to kind of pat one another's back, man. And I always tell everyone, like, if send me shit and if it's, like, 
if it's shareable, I will share it. But like, if you put no effort into it and you sh- send me something and you're like, Hey, share this. then I won't, I don't want to do that, but definitely right. have the right atmosphere around you, man. We got a pretty cool community growing right now. Don't we? It's pretty fucking. Definitely. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like family. You know, the more I meet you guys and the more people I see on the regular, like I, I want to give out a couple names in chat that always come through. You know, we got mad dog. We got grower Mo out there. We got Hank Derbs, you know, these are guys that are regulars in my community that I see stream across on so many other communities. And it's like, you know, without you guys' support, you guys push me to do this every day. Just like, the, you know, your community pushes you to do it. You, they're the reason why you do it, you know. And I'm trying to get more out of my shell because, I, unfortunately, the pandemic put me into a big shell because I lost my whole family and my home and everything else. So I'm still crawling out of that, you know, and uh, as I do these events and I get back into that atmosphere, I'm slowly breaking my shell back away because I I guarded myself from people so much that, you know, this was my way out here and this is how I communicate. And I look forward to every show because I don't have a lot of people in the flesh that I get to hang out with. So I hang out with you guys and it makes it great. I've been doing too lately though, man. I got like, a handful of buddies, man, like, and and they're all, like, friends, man. But honestly, like, I would ask the question of anybody, like, how many friends are in your circle, first off? Like, and if it's, like, more than, like, 10 and you're calling them friends, then yeah, I don't think you know them well enough. I think right. there's a lot of acquaintances. Like, I've got a lot of acquaintances. And they're, like, they're fellas I know. Like, we hang out. We're going to get back to normal. But, like you got like a select few of people. I do a lot online now. I've got friends now online more than I got in real life because it's kind of cool, right? Like Natty's Naughty Nursery. We got Northern Scrogger. Oh, yeah. TV. Hi again. Like I'm talking to these people on a regular basis. We're communicating behind the scenes, trying to figure out where this is all going. Trying exactly. to do new eight innovative things to the community. Like, that's why that's why I want people to support because like the more people that are in here, the more people that are sharing this shit, the cooler stuff we can do. Like we just started this show with AC Infinity. This is an idea I had. So I put it together. I put together the 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 whole idea. We sit I, I sat down with Homegrown TV. We got him on board. He's like, Yeah, this is a great idea. We're like, okay, should we just go with just us? No, let's get high again too. Because we want to get high again, too. Because we want three different perspectives on how all this stuff works, right? And and if we can build up a, a really strong community with a brand that supports us like AC Infinity, then the sky's the limit. Because what I think is missing is an event for us. An event yes. for all of us to go to, man. An event where yes. people are going to meet in the community where, like, you're only going there because we're going to get all these brands to give you guys a bunch of shit. Like, we don't want to go get sold. We just want the brands that are supporting. And those brands that are supporting, you don't need to sell us if you're supporting. Because if you're supporting, people are going to support you, right? Exactly. That's pretty fucking cool. So, man. They need to come. Sorry, go ahead. It's neat to see where this is bringing you, man. Because honestly, dude, like, for me, it's been an experience where it's, like, turned me into kind of a different person. Where I, now yeah. I get online, right? And I'm telling you, dude, like, you're just getting started, man. Like we're only, we've only been legal here in Canada for five years. So picture where this is going to be in 10 years and picture where it's going to be in 20, man. And like, 
realistically, dude, like I think he can do this eventually. I think he can definitely make this your full-time thing. It's just some people think of like where they need to be and what they need to do to do it. And to be honest with you, man, you're already doing it. You just need to keep putting in the time and effort. And then these brands are going to come along and they're going to be like, hey, we like what you're doing. We don't want to pay you to push our product, but we want to be part of your community. Yep. We understand that what you're doing is valuable. So we're going to pay you a little bit of money so that you can do more of it. Exactly. That's how I've got to where I am now, man. Like the brands that I work with now, I don't have specific amount of things I need to do for them. I don't need to put out X amount of videos. I just need to be grower Joe, have fun and talk about their products. When I talk about them, like when I'm just growing, like I don't go out of my way to be like, Hey, check out this blah, 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 blah. Get all get 10% off today. You know what I mean? And that's right. what you yep. need to work with. So you need to be careful with that stuff, dude. Like if if you want to do this, you need to make sure that you like partner with brands that value what you do. Because there's a lot of brands out there that will send you a grinder and they'll be like, Hey, here's a free grinder. Make me five posts. And you're like, at first, you're like, this is pretty cool. I got a brand interested. But you need yep. to say, no, you need to be like, no, I don't need your free grinder. For free, you're going to have to pay me 150 bucks if you want to be part of my community because, and number one, I need to make sure that this grinder is a good grinder before we we even talk about being on my show because I want to produce good shit to my followers and make sure that they're got good products in their grow or in their smoke sash or whatever, right? Exactly. I've already came across two brands that have already, you know, tried that with me and one of them was a very very mainstream i won't say the name but very mainstream nutrient line and uh you know they wanted me to promote them they wanted me to do just that make so many posts do this and that and they even wanted to come on the show and talk about it and the one thing i require on anything i i put on my show is i gotta vouch for it firsthand and use it and if i don't i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna endorse it i guess you'd say and uh you know, this company would not send me product to try. And I was like, well, then I can't vouch for it, you know, and we cut ties right there. And then another company, they sent me some and I did the posts on it. And I actually did a video on how crappy it was. And it was one of my more popular videos. Um, you bung cones. <laughs> the name alone says it, you know, it tastes like ass. You bung. And uh, long story short, because of my autoimmune disease, it's like my taste buds on certain things are more than the normal person. So like I can taste bleach paper very like as soon as I hit it, I can tell you if it's a bleach paper or not. And I hit this thing and it tastes like I had a mouthful of bleach in my mouth. And uh, I, I talked about it, you know, because I'm honest and that's who I am. I'm organically blunt. I mean, when you meet me, you'll know everybody says the name fits me because I unfortunately I can't keep my mouth shut. That's the problem. You know, when it comes to my opinion or standing up for people, even if I'm the small guy, I tend to open my mouth. And uh, sometimes it's a bad thing and sometimes it's a good thing. My parents have always told me that, you know, someday that mouth of yours might get you in trouble and it might get you where you need to be. You got to make the right decision. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now, you know, but definitely, you know, these. Yeah, if I can't vouch for it. I don't try it, but the brand, same thing with the brands that we represent here, you know, I got Gorilla Grow Tent and HLG. These guys let me be me and they continue to promote me and support me 
So now I started out, you know, growing in a uh, clothing closet from Walmart, like one of them zip up ones. I turned it into a tent and I went from there to a T5 eight bar to full HLG to Gorilla five by five, one tent. Well, it was actually a Vivo Sun when I started to Gorilla to now I have three Gorilla grow tents and it's like, well, okay, you know. So it, you definitely progress when you start to grow, like you said, you know, but you want to make sure that you have the right fundamentals to do it. And you're representing stuff that speaks who you are, not definitely, you know, something that you're just doing for the fame when you really don't use the product. So that's why I make sure I use everything I, I represent. 100%, man. I actually used a lot of it before I even realized that it was a thing, like, I never did this intentionally to like do what I'm doing. Like I never came in and said, this is what I'm going to do. Like I'm going on and I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to turn into uh, a full-time thing for me. I, I never realized that was really a thing, man. Like I'm a 38 year old man. Like when I first started making content, it was back when I was working in car sales. So I, I started selling cars for Mitsubishi. I was selling cars and I was doing a pretty damn good job because I knew a lot of people in my city. And when they came, I just made sure that like I treated them how I wanted to be treated if I bought a car. And number one was just like being honest with them. And I would always show them how much money I was making on the car. And they never really believed me. But like I would turn <laughs> my screen around to the point where like everybody started doing it. Now, this is like part of the car industry now, because like people think you make thousands of dollars on new vehicles and, and you only really make like off a car. There's about twelve hundred dollar profit for the whole dealership. Off an SUV, wow. there'd be like $3,000 profit for the whole dealership. And then where you make your money is like on used cars, because if you can buy a used car for cheaper than what it's worth, then you can put build that markup in. Or let's say you buy a car, it goes through your shop, it doesn't need a whole lot of work, you can make more money. So then you would like use those as like your sales items to like make money and find good used cars for people. So I did really well and I would take these used cars and I would start to like, make videos of used cars, but I'd make them in a way that was a bit comical. And I'd be like, check out. And these would be like cheap cars that like all of us like to buy, right? Like those five to $7,000 cars that like got low mileage, but they got a few fucking dings here, there. Right. So I'd make like a comical high end car commercial for a shitty car. And then I would be a goofball about it. And then that would engage people to come in and interact with me. And then when they interact with me in person, they had a good experience, just like we talked about later earlier with like the tickets and the puffing and the dabs. Right. And it's all kind of circles around the experience. So then I would just like make new content. I would start doing giveaways. I would buy a cool hot product that was going on. Like I remember buying a Hatchimal. Remember the Hatchimal things? They were like this egg that these kids wanted and this yep, like yep. animal would come out of it. So I, I, I knew they were a hot ticket. I knew it would be popular. So I would, I bought that Hatchimal and I gave it away right before Christmas. And I'd be like, listen, it's Joe here. And at that point, I went to Honda. And I was like, it's Joe here from Honda. If you want to blah, 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 get in on this Hatchimal, all you got to do is follow my page, share my content, blah, 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 blah. And then that would make me get out to more people that could see and experience me, man. Almost like a magician or, or a fucking, like a busker trying to bring people in to see what he's doing, right? And I just want yep. to get in front of more eyes because... I knew if I got in front of more people and they could experience what I had to offer that they would initially buy a vehicle from me 
And then once they bought a vehicle, they became kind of part of my community, part of my, part of my like family. And then I would sure. follow up with them. Cause like a lot of car people, like think about if you guys have bought a vehicle, you buy this car and then you never hear from this person ever again. So I would bring it to a level where once they bought the car, then I would send them a message in three months, checking in, how's the car? And I wrote everything down because I wanted to know. So I'd be like, organic, be blonde. How's that 2011 Civic, man? I know you love that blue, buddy. I hope you're keeping it clean because I know you love that car, right? And like, it was more personal. And then when you came in for an oil change, I would get the, the service company to send me who was coming in. So I knew organic blunt would be in high again, would be in home grow TV would be again. And I'd go down to the service and check on them. And eventually they would just start buying cars. So they would like yeah. come in after four years and they'd buy another car because I took good care of them. Right. And then eventually I was like, I can't do this anymore, man. It's too much fucking time. Like, too much time so then i moved to like a different sales job right and a different sales job and COVID happened dude and we came legal and i was smoking a lot of weed because i really wasn't like i wasn't really like smoking a whole lot of weed but i was smoking it like kind of like recreational at that point like i'd smoke it like monday night or i'd smoke it to watch a movie or i'd smoke it and then go fucking play football out back with my kids or whatever right and then I started growing it and I'm like, wow, you can fucking grow your own weed. Like I was so like in denial about it, man. Like there was a point when I was smoking it back in the day that I didn't even realize that there was different strains. Right. Same I thought here. drug dealers were making that up. I thought they were like bubble Kush and double bubble Kush was like, I didn't realize they were crossing genetics. I thought they were just fucking being sales guys and like, telling me these were this and this and if you had a better name you were a little more creative right that's kind of what i thought you probably thought the same thing eh yep 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 well then then once i started growing it man i was like this is pretty fucking cool and i'm proud of it i was kind of proud of something for the first time in a long time like i was proud obviously very proud when i had kids i was proud when i got married i was proud when i bought a house i was proud when all that stuff happened but i was a different type of proud almost the same type of proud like when you go fishing and you fucking yeah. hook onto a fish and there's something that like releases inside of your body. You can't explain. It's just like, it's something about doing that. And, and I got that same experience with growing. Like my first plant was super small. I actually just shared it in my last seed to harvest. I was growing under these purple lights and I was so proud of it, man. I remember like just taking pictures and I'm like, where can I, where can I share these pictures? I want people to see what I'm doing. I want to know if it's good. I want to know right. if it's a good job or a bad job because there was like no interaction with people that were doing the YouTube content. Like you had Mr. Canuck, you had from seed to stone and they were That's doing what my dude right there. He was, yeah. he's the one that said it for me. Seed to stone. Yes. And seed to stone was sick because he had a real cool voice and it was like mysterious. Like there was nothing there. He wasn't there. You couldn't see him. Right. So I was like, okay, there's no communication. So then I went and looked on Instagram and I seen people on there like posting shit. Right. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to, I'm going to start posting. So I, I remember my first post was just my plant about this big, a little seedling. Wow. In my, in my tent, man. And and I got a few like comments on it. And I found these growers, man. And one of them was Farmer McDank. I don't know if you remember Farmer McDank. He's gone now. I don't know where he went. His account's gone. I I I I try to get in contact with him. I'd love to reach out to him because me and him were like buddies in the Hell yeah and and he's gone now but 
he would came in and then he like would introduce me to people. And then I would find another guy and send them to him. And then he would be like, go check out these people and go check out these people. And this is like in the early days, this is like the first couple of years. Right. And we've been doing this now for uh, almost four. And the first couple of years, it was like, there was segmented like kind of communities. There was like the guys that were like kind of gangsterish. Then there was the guys that like, were like very secretive and then over yeah. on the other side, you had like people that were just like showing plants, but not really putting any sort of effort into it. And I thought, okay, over on YouTube, there's these guys that are putting out like a little bit higher end content and it seems to be interacting with the, with people and people are really liking it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to do that over here on Instagram. So I just started like doing a little bit more, showing a little bit more, making like multiple pictures. And then eventually I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, man. Like I'm a fucking 30 some year old man at this point. I'm like, I can make my own fucking decisions. I've been good at what I do. I can sell cars so I can go fucking do that. I'm like, why do I care if I lose my job? Like, why am I scared to show my face? And I remember writing it down. It's in a red book up here. Reasons wow. why you don't want to show your face. And I'm like, lose my job. Number one. Number two was like, what will my parents think? Number three was, what will my brother think? Number four was like, how will this affect me financially? And I like wrote down everything, right? Yep. Like, fuck. I can get a job somewhere else. And at the end of the day, like I'm putting this content out for people that want to like interact with me and want to like know that it's okay to do this. Want to know that like a regular dude's growing this and not those like gangster guys that were kind of doing it. Cause there's only really two on YouTube that were really like clean. And that was like Mr. Cannot concede to stone. Like we talked about. So then yep. I, fuck it. I remember posting my face, man. And when I posted my face, I went from like getting like four or five comments to like a hundred. And I'm like, shit, when you tie a person to it, you relate to people. They realize I'm a dad, a brother, a fucking son, all this shit. And they're like, I want to fucking see more from this guy. So then it just kept advancing, advancing, advancing. And then now when I look back today, I'm like, fuck, I have been making content my whole life. I have yep. been a little bit better my whole time. And then now the growing side of things is just kind of tying into that because the growing is the passion. And I kind of just been being myself throughout the whole rest of it, right? So I don't know how we got into that big rant and ramble, but I hope you fucking like my story. It was pretty fun. It's been Dude, I, I'm enjoying what you have to say, you know. I, I definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I can relate to all that. That's the thing that makes it crazy, you know. But, you know, I've been, I, I need to do a listen because maybe, maybe it's coincidence, maybe it's not. But tell me Jordan Rivers does not sound like Seed to Stone. Compare the voices. It's not him for sure, 100%. Um, I know, I know, but you can, and they, their voices are so similar. I was listening to it the other night and I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there driving because that's what I do for a living. And I'm like, it, could it be the same person? You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, I know it's not, but I, it, I, when you first, when I first heard his voice the first time and then I compared him, I'm like, man, they sound a lot alike. I'm like, wouldn't that be some shit? If come to find out after all these years, Jordan was seed to stone. And I'm like, I was just thinking it. And I'm like, I would really like to know who, who he is, though, because that guy literally set the pace and then he disappeared. Then he came back and he did a couple of videos recently, not like real recent, but kind of recent. 
And then he disappeared again. Nobody's like, oh, he's on Discord. Well, I unfortunately don't use Discord because I cannot figure it out for the life of me. I've tried everything. People have tried to help me. I cannot use that thing. So I don't. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely. And I did join his Discord and then something else. But now there's so much scam on his name now that people were like, you could just tell it was fake. And I'm just like, oh, man. I think that's one you of know? the benefits that I've got right now, to be honest with you. And, and I would pass this on to anybody that's doing this in this niche. Like if you are if you want to if you want to create content or you want to be a podcaster in whatever niche, man, I would really encourage this. And I think this is why I've had the opportunity to be successful. And, and I look at accounts like Seed to Stone and Mr. Canuck and I look up to them and I respect them because without them, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing because they have motivated me to get to a point. But one thing that I think, and one reason why I think they have all this scam on there is because they don't interact themselves. There's that you can't, you don't know where it's coming from because they're not interactive enough. I don't think they're right. like engaging with their community. Like a lot of us are now. And I think that's something that we have changed and something that we have done as a group. Like, People are actually getting answers now. Like when you send me a DM, my DMs right now, like you guys would probably think that my DMs would be crazy right now. So I've only got four DMs right now. Wow. And the reason why is because right after this podcast, I will go in and I will answer those DMs. And what I found, man, that saves me time, but also adds more value is you'll typically get like, if it's a question, you'll get an answer. If you're just like send a photo, I kind of just double tap it. Like I, I can't be engaging with everything, but if you send me a legit question, then I'm like hundred percent. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Like you get a voice message. Um, back. I try to be engaged. Like, you know how quick I answer you yeah. send me a message. And I think that's like part of this is like, if you're going to do this, you need to do it for the right reasons, right? Like you need to do this. Exactly. You like fucking doing this. Because I'm telling you, it's a hell of a lot of work. And at the end of the oh, day, yeah. you're not going to be able to put out content if you're not having fun. Right. So that's definitely, the, man. And make sure you're fucking engaging. People put a lot of time and effort into this, man. So share, our definitely. Shit, comment on our shit, and, and we'll answer you back. Like, I try to go live as much as I can. I try to do as much as I can because I'm hoping, man, that we motivate somebody in this community that's going to find something about this plant. It's going to help so much more people, man. I'm Definitely. never a grower. I say it every single time. I'll never be the best grower. I'll never be the best at doing what I'm doing. I'm going to fucking try to be the best. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to push it so damn hard that everybody else is going to try to be that best too. Yep. We're, we're going to find the best. The best is out there, man. They're, they're watching this or they just started growing or they're just fucking planting their first seed, man. They might even never smoke their first joint yet, but who knows? <laughs> They're going to be part of this community and we're going to see them. Cause I remember like, I remember when I found homegrown TV, I remember when I seen him for the first time, that guy's fucking phenomenal. If you're not following homegrown TV for the best, highest quality seed to harvest videos, killing it, man. Killing it. Definitely. definitely. I remember when I found him, I remember when I, I remember when I seen fucking right now, Canadian grower, a new page on YouTube, man, just fucking killing it coming up strong. Ah, he's got a phenomenal page. I remember Deuce of Farms, man. I remember finding Deuce of Farms, and I'm like, I got to get this guy on the channel, man. I got to show this guy. He's fucking killing it. And, like, you're going to find somebody, man. You're going to find these yep. people, and you're bringing them on your channel, man. And 
that's what we need to keep doing. And then all those people that are like not really doing it, they're just going to kind of continue to hang around and support the channels. Right. Because there's too many of us trying to do what we're trying to do. And like these brands have us on lockdown because they send a free, they send a free grow light and they've now they've got you exclusively using their grow light and they're making thousands and thousands and thousands, probably millions of dollars off of our community and yep. we gotta stop that. We got to shut that down, dude. Because there's a lot of people putting out fucking killer content that takes a hell of a lot of time. Like you do this podcast, take us an hour or whatever, however long, plus like yep. leading up to it, plus like promoting it after the fact. And that shit's worth money, man. And brand want to be a part of that, need to fucking start paying. I, I'm rambling here because this weed that I'm smoking, bud, this gorilla cookies from Fastbud Genetics. It makes me fucking ramble, dude. It just makes me want to tell stories. Definitely, definitely. Now, is that more of a sativa side or is that a hybrid? Or I, I'm not familiar with the strain. It's a hybrid, man, but it's more of a it, it. It hits more like a sativa. Definitely, yeah, and that, that's me. When you get me on sativas, oh, I don't shut up. Definitely, but like that's my thing. And, but they're oh, getting harder to harder like to find the true one. But they're like can of cocaine. yep yep so i gotta ask one more question you know this is the the famous question that we always ask everybody and we want the organic answer that first pops in your mind if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive who would it be and why snoop dog man fucking snoop dog 100 i want snoop dog i put it out into the fucking universe but already and i've been putting like to be honest with you like the one cool thing about my stories man like from my side of the story, it's been so unbelievable. Like I'm at a point, man, where I never thought it would be. And I think you're probably at a point where you never thought you would be. And all Absolutely. these are just happening because of this fucking plant. And Snoop Dogg is at a point where he's at because of fucking smoking cannabis too. Like people yep. know Snoop Dogg that don't even fucking know Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? And they, oh, yeah. know, they know how positive he is. For this plant, man. He's a hardcore stoner. It'd be Snoop Dogg, man. And the second one I'd love to smoke with, man. And this one, like, I don't think this will ever happen. But I would love to get high with my dad. My dad uh, doesn't smoke weed. He was so against it. But now, like, when he comes over here, he's like, let me see the girls. You got, any, you got a little bit of weed? I'll give him a little bit of weed. He'll give it to his buddies. And it's like, I would love to smoke weed with him. I got to smoke weed with my mom. Uh, I smoke weed with my brother all the time. Um, so dad would be a fucking cool one too. And man, hey, we're going to smoke weed too together someday, dude. Hell I mean, yeah. There's going to be a point where we're fucking Gromo, Mad Dog, Lone Star. They're all there, man. You're there. I'm there. Fucking home grow TVs there. Hopefully fucking seed to stone and Mr. Canuck are there. I'm hoping yep. those guys come into the community a bit more. I'd love to see them come on some shows like this and we're all going to get high together someday, man. If it's not here, Definitely. It's going to be in the fucking next life, dude, because I feel like yep. positive about what we're doing and what we're bringing to these platforms, dude, no matter how big or small or fucking how much fast you're growing or how big your account is, man. If we share fucking cannabis content, cannabis content is going to be more looked at and it's going to be a little bit more open so that a lot more of us can do this as a full time gig, dude. It's just a fucking matter of time before you do it, man. And if you have any questions about any brand deals, and you want me to have a look at it? I've done quite a few now. I've done some good, bad ones. So 
some fucking awesome ones and some loyal ones that shout out to them, man, because they, they give me the ability to do this. Because I, I, haven't, I haven't done a membership program yet. I haven't really done, like, merchandise. I only sell very limited amounts. Like, when we just dropped our hoodies. We only did 25 of them, man, because I want those 25 people to know that I fucking love you guys, man. Because I'm not making a lot of money off a hoodie. You're making, like, maybe 20 bucks. And it's not about the money, man. It's like, I want to fucking see the real ones. I want to see the guys right. like, yeah, man, I want one of those fucking hoodies. And that's why there's 25. I feel like everyone else, they just take these, they take a hoodie and they like put it on one of those fucking print on demand shops. And and no problem if you do that. I mean, it's okay. But I want to make it a little more family, man. I want people to know yep. they have a limited edition because they're numbered too. Like when I just dropped those 25 hoodies, if you got one of 25, you got one of 25. Like no one else. Wow. So it's fucking cool, right? It's so fun, man. I just, I'm excited for the future, dude. And that future Definitely. probably got me smoking with Snoop Dogg. I'm going to fucking make it happen. Hell yeah. Hell I'm yeah. Artist, dude. Put it out there, right? So, yeah. The only thing I got to say about Snoop Dogg from what I've gathered is once you pass it to him, don't expect it back. So you better just have one for him and one for you because once he gets it, he don't pass it. That's the only thing I've heard, you know, but he's one of my guys that I want to smoke with too, you know, like one of my biggest inspirations and definitely, you know, I'm hoping someday to make it out there with you guys and Rob from CLTV because he's from my area and Hyagan's kind of from my area and uh, I want to make it to MJ Biz with you guys one year, but it's just not in the cards for me yet right now, budget wise, but definitely, you know, that's my ultimate goal. Here's what you do, dude. You get off this podcast, you search flights from wherever you are to Vegas on those dates. You go to, ho you write down that number. You go to the fucking hotels. You check the hotels dates for that number. And then you put a rough number in how much money you think you need to eat for the fucking, the time you're there. Okay. And that number is going to come out to probably, you're probably going to need about 1500 bucks to 2,500 bucks, depending on where you're flying in from. And then you take that. And you start reaching out to these brands that that say they support you. Yep. you say, Listen, this is one of my goals as a company and as a brand this year is to go to BizCon because I know it's going to be big for me. And if it's big for me, it's going to be big for you guys. And you say, yep. listen, it's going to cost me 2500 bucks. Here's how much everything's costing me. As you can see, I'm only paying for the things that I need to get down there. And I'm going to yep. sponsor this trip by you guys. And 2500 bucks, dude, is not that much money for these people, man. And no. if you get four brands, they pay you fucking 500 bucks each, or say 700, 900. You got your money in no time, dude. And I'm telling you, if you fucking want to go to BizCon, I think you can make it happen, man. You got some time, dude. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a good idea. There's only one flaw in the whole thing you said there. What's I that? don't fly. So Why I wouldn't you? drive. Why aren't you flying? I I don't like heights. I don't like heights, period. I've never, I've been on a lot of planes as far as like on the ground and been through them because we, we do air shows here. It's aviation. It was a big thing in my area. They just brought it back after, oh, I think it's been over 17 years since we had our last air show. But, you know, I grew up going to these air shows where I would go through carrier planes and I've been on military, Navy, 
carrier ships and I've been in A-10 bombers and F-14s and I've seen the stealth in person and I've seen... You've never flown in the, any of this stuff? No, so no, no, no. ever in your whole life? No, I, my feet don't not come off the ground. Okay, I'm so deathly cool. scared of heights. <laughs> okay, so run me through this real quick. So you're scared of heights. So you know you're scared of heights because you've been high up on a building or something before. Yep, yep. And when you look down... Do you get like a dizziness? Do you get like a an anxietyness? What happens to you? I get very bad anxiety hey, and dude, I feel I'm the same dizzy. way, dude. I'm the <laughs> same way. So if I go up to like a top of a building, I almost can like subconsciously fuck myself up so much where I feel like I'm almost like spinning. I feel like I'm yep. almost moving. Yep. The anxiety yep. rush, I get a hotness over my body, my hands get fucking yep. sweaty, everything, man. Sometimes even if I watch a video that's of heights, it will fuck me up to that. Like there's something wrong with my head, right? I know I'm okay. I know I'm right. high up there, but my body, I just can't control that emotion, right? I get so fucked up when I'm up there, right? So to be honest with you, man, the flying thing is a little bit different than me experiencing. I don't like flying either, dude, but I'm telling you right now, you can do it. You can do that's it, man, because the worst part is when you're taking off, you're going to get that feeling. But what I do, man, is I get engaged into something. I'll, I'll throw a movie on and I'll just, and I'll have water and I'll be drinking that water. And I drink it probably like if people were watching me, they'd be like, this guy's a bit of a fucking weirdo. Cause I'm kind of going like, right, right. Yep. And but I'm like, it's how you're calming yourself. Exactly. I'm panicking a little bit, but I think what happens is, now that I'm engaged on here and I'm drinking and I'm fucking swallowing and my body's working and I'm doing something else that it calms me down enough, man, until I get into like, I'm still not completely calm, but I get to a level where I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Right, yep. I'm okay here. Like if I die today, then I'm meant to die. I know I'm yep. not really, I know I'm safe. There's tons of people on this plane that are safe. Right. So I think man, like you're an older fella. How old are you? 28. I'm the same age as you, Joe. 38. So yep. to be honest with you, man, I think you're doing the same step that I went through a long time ago, man. Before I showed my face on here, I was just fucking scared. You said yeah. you don't fly. You don't know if you don't fly, dude. I think you'd, <laughs> you'd be okay, dude. I think you just need to tell yourself, run yourself through something and maybe go up to a couple of the tall buildings and be like, hey, all right, let's fucking conquer this, dude. Yeah. All yeah, those definitely. things, man, like, you go through a lot, right? Like, and all these little things are just going to hold you back, dude. And you got something. Definitely. And that Definitely. was a huge step for your channel, dude, to come down to Definitely. Like that. Well, so my best friend lives in uh, LA, about an hour and a half drive from Vegas. And he's like, you can stay with me. We'll hang. I ain't seen him in years. He was my best friend. We lived together. We, we got my first place together and he moved back to California and I've, I've never been out there. And it's been about 10 years since we've seen each other. And I'm like, man, I want to go out there so bad. You know, like me and my grandpa, before he died, we planned to go there. We had the whole thing planned out. We were going to drive, obviously. And I had different states where I wanted to stop and see things. And we were going to do a whole two-week thing. And, uh, well, he passed. But I still have everything wrote down. That's kind of why I wanted to do the road trip. You know, I'm not a – I work for myself. I'm self-employed. So – it's the time off is not a problem. It's just the funding. Um, well, you're a truck I, driver anyway. 
Yep, yep. Yeah, so yep. you're going to fucking truck drive down there. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. I seen a yeah, question. I, mean, I, I can up. fly. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. I seen a question there from Mike. I just wanted to answer it if you didn't mind. So he says, sure, go ahead. Uh, two Fast Buds Blue Dreams curing right now that turned out great. Both ran about two weeks longer than advertised. How normal is that? be honest with you, man, I get this question a lot about a lot of genetics, and that's why I kind of wanted to address it. I think, Mike, it comes down to, like, when you really count the flowering stage. And I think, like, it comes down to, like, when they count the flowering stage. And I think everyone has their own opinion on that. Like, um, I guess the best analogy would be, like, me, I think that, like, as soon as I flip the lights on a regular photo period, but on an auto, it's as soon as I see a pistol. As soon as I yep. see that first pistols kind of shoot out and, and I'm in there like typically around like day 25, 35, that's when they're going to start to flower. And I'm like, okay, I'm in there checking every fucking single day. Right. And then that's day one of flower. So Mike, I think it's probably like when you catch it and then typically all of them run about a week, give or take here or there. And I think some of them run that two week form when you're kind of counting it or catching it for the first time. But honestly, man, I think a lot of these genetics are obviously marketed to be shorter than they are. And I think they harvest them probably a bit early too. I mean, it's like anything, man, human comes into play and people want you to buy their genetics. Now, fastball genetics, I've had great luck with them. They've been a partner of mine for a long time. Um, and to the fact where I, I like, I'm not like, I'm not exclusive with them, but like when people ask me, what are the best auto flowers? It's Mephesto genetics and fastball genetics. Those are the ones I've yeah. been working with. Um, those are the ones I fuck with. Um, but yeah. honestly, dude, I think you're going to run into that issue with everybody, man. Genetics are such a messed up thing because everybody can make them, man. Like these plants want to seed. They want to do it. All you got to do is reverse them or uh, with a reversal spray or colloidal silver or whatever kind of method you want to come up with and then just build a brand around it and start selling those. Grow a few, yeah. a few fire pieces, show people them. And then everybody's going to want them, right? Like to the point where like, I think I'd be crazy to not like look at breeding because right? like everyone that's been doing it to the level that you know about them, they really haven't been doing it that long, man. Like, no, seeds, right. Seeds weren't really like seeds weren't really a big thing, man. People were just like cloning and handing clones over and taking cuts. Right. And now seeds are like a multi-million dollar business. Like there's seed companies out there that are making millions of dollars off of people, right? So like when you consider a breeder, just know that everybody can pretty much be a breeder and you kind of need to like go with the guys been doing a little bit longer that have a little bit better track record, especially with autos, man. Like some of these autos that you grow from people that aren't a reputable brand, like some of the ones that I mentioned, you're going to get fucking seeds almost every single time like you're right. gonna get beans and then some of those guys are even taking those beans and selling them like it's wild but if you're buying them you're the crazy fool buying them man right right yeah I i'm working with fast buds now myself you know i'm actually growing their skywalker haze right now which from, well and and from what i've heard you know hazes go a lot longer and long story short i have it in a two i have two in a two by four and and uh 10 gallon rain science bags with ac infinity self-watering basis 
I'm all AC infinity out as far as everything else goes. My, you know, my ventilation, my, I use active intake and active exhaust on all my tents. Not everybody does that, but I do. And, um, you know, I have the controller 69. I have the oscillating fans, which I'm getting a new one delivered today because, well, mine one is clicking. It, 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 when it oscillates, it click, 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 click. And uh, I, I didn't know what was wrong with it, but they took care of me. They always do. And, um, you know, I have a, uh, it's a, it's a discontinued light now, but when I got it last year, it was still on the market is the HLG Blackwing. And, uh, it's in my two by four and I got one that's a bush. It's so crazy how much genetics can be different. So on the left side of the tent, it's like a literally like a hedge, a perfect two beautiful shaped. And then the other one is just tall and lengthy. And I'm like, okay, this is weird, but okay. You know, and uh, long story short, I, I let it go for a few days because I watered it and I went to a festival and I knew things would be good. And I came back on Sunday and this thing was hitting the light. And I'm like, well, they said that these things stretch. It really stretched because it's just now getting in the flower. And, you know, I literally took the, the top branch and I bent it, you know, and now everything's kind of curved back up because I ran out of room. So that's the biggest thing with them sativas, at least this one, the haze. I was told that they love to grow and they love to stretch. And I'm not sure if I should do it indoor in the tent again because I might run out of room. So it's pretty close right now. Yeah, I started topping all my autos, man. I top my autos around like the fifth node now, so which keeps them kind of low and slow. Uh, lights aren't on right now, or I grab one to show you, but um, like I got them, I'm growing my autos now in one and a half gallons, and, okay. and they don't veg very long, but I'm getting about, I'm getting like a couple ounces per plant, which is all I really want, man. Because like what I'm doing, man, one of the reasons why I grow, I think I grow a lot different than what a lot of people are growing, man. And there's a lot of people out here that are growing for like an abundance of one genetic, or they're like searching for like that perfect cultivar that like really links with them. And I'm doing the same thing, but I'm doing it on a smaller scale. Like I, I have 16 different cultivars in my room right now because I only want a little bit of each. Like my biggest plant in there, this run is probably going to be maybe like eight ounces. Um, okay. Like they're not massive. Like I'm not trying to pull a pound off these girls. I'm literally trying to just find a bunch of different things and then take those stories and broadcast those genetics on my channel so that you guys can be like, okay, let's go check that. Because like a lot of these genetics, the way that it works is the, the way that these guys get them. Like for instance, like a guy like copycat genetics. So people give the guy shit because he's a bit of an animal, but like what he does is he just buys cuts. So like, let's say this new strain comes out and it's called fucking mouse clicker uh, 99. All right. And it's a cross between the hemp lighter and the mouse clicker. All right. And okay. they put it together. Right. So basically, he takes that new hip hot strain that everyone's talking about, super popular, and he tries to get that cut. So ways of getting that cut are the the grower themselves sells it to you. Um, He sells it to one of his buddies, maybe, and then copy goes and buys it for him. Or there's people like inside the facility that aren't getting paid enough, and they'll take a fucking cut and sell it to copy, right? Or he'll buy some of them for like $30,000. So then you've got this cut, right? So then you have this cut that this is this exact clone 
of the girl that they're that they're producing and selling on the market. And he takes that cut and he veges that out and reverses it. And then all those seeds that come from that are all different phenotypes of that one. You might not get like that exact one. So then like when we grow them and you grow them and Joe Blow grows them, you're not getting that like you're not getting that exact fucking mouse clicker 99. You're getting a version of that. You're getting different phenotypes of that, that you might have a chance to catch something that's similar. But like then people give them a hard time. Well, everybody's fucking doing that. Everybody's doing that. Anybody who's got seeds is doing something like that. Yep. Like it's wild, right? It doesn't make any sense, man. So you'll probably see me getting into genetics at some point. We've got some started. We're searching. We've got mothers. And definitely, definitely. Just to be honest with you, man, I think like yeah, I just and if people want it, then we'll we'll put it out. But I just want to do it for myself, man, just so I can like say that I did it, that I learned how to do it. Because I just have fun kind of learning this exactly. Stuff, right. Yep. I want to get to that point eventually too. I, I don't think I'm ready yet, but I definitely want to do some breeding of my own, at least create something of my own someday. I think all of us essentially want to, like you said, definitely, you know, I, uh, copycat, I've talked to him actually recently, you know, and I've talked to homegrown a few times behind the scenes. Like you said, we, we all talk behind the scenes. We're always trying to come up with content. You know, I'm trying to get homegrown on the show, but, uh, Time zones. It's been hard for us. Same thing with Mr. Grow It, you know, because I work in the food industry with produce and stuff and I deliver fresh produce during like daily, like to these restaurants that use it daily. I, uh, long story short, lunchtime and dinner time here is not good for me because that's when they're busy. They, they need it. They, I, I can't, I can't cut out on them times, unfortunately. And, so we've been trying to line things up as things are starting to slow down a little bit here. I'm going to get them guys on the show too, you know, and it, it's all and re-educating, you know, that's what we're doing here. We're re-educating people on what we learn and every day is a learning experience. And with that being said, you know, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. I do. I appreciate your time. If you could let everybody know, cause we've been here just over an hour. I don't want to take up too much of your morning. I actually got to go to work here soon, but, uh, I, I let everybody know where they can find you, where they can connect with you and kind of what you got going on coming up. hundred percent, man. Thanks for having me on too, dude. I know we tried to do it a little while ago, but hey, we're all busy, right? We're all kind of moving yeah. around and, and moving and shaking. So you guys can find me on, um, on Instagram, basement grow show on YouTube, basement grow show. Um, basically what we got going on guys, we're growing cannabis at home um, and kind of just being comical about it and having fun and doing what I want to do over here. And if you guys want to be a part of it, come on and check out. I try to give back to the community quite a bit. we got some giveaways going on. we got some stuff like that you can get in. Like right now, you can win a set of uh, the brand-new Tical Grow Glasses from Method 7. Um, yep. uh, we've got a few bongs that we're giving away. We've got some Pro Mix we're giving away. But these glasses, man, if you're a grower. Man, I like them new ones. I got the cultivator series. They're actually coming this week because they got a, the good thing most people don't know about Method 7. I've been working with them since I've been working with HLG. Not endorsed, but HLG works with Method 7 for their glasses, so they hooked me up. Well, I've been wearing them. I wear mine daily, me literally, too. like sunglasses. And uh, the cultivator series, and they're like 
I, I got a hold of him about a year ago because the problem with that series, and I, I mentioned the only downfall was the nose piece. The rubber nose piece wears out because I wear them so much. Well, I uh, they sent me a replacement one. Well, they don't do that no more. They have a lifetime forever policy now to where you send it in and you pay 50% of your original price and you get a brand new pair of glasses sent to your door. And that's what I've been doing, you know, and I cannot complain. They're my favorite pair. But in that style right there, now that i just seen that, that's the actual style of sunglasses I prefer. And I'm going to have to get me a pair of those now. Because yeah, so I, I bought the I bought my first pair of Method 7s, uh, the Evolutions. And I bought them because I like wanted a nice and, and I don't I don't necessarily work with them. But I'm like, I reached out to them like, listen, I like your brand new decals. Can you send me over six of them? I want to do a giveaway and they're like, yeah. So they sent them all over and we got the giveaway going for you guys. Cause I just Man. like, I, I can't put money back into it to like buy stuff to give away. But if I can reach out to a brand and they're like, yeah, we'll yep. do it and we'll hook them up. Right. And try to give back. So it's pretty cool, man. So check me out over there guys. And that's pretty much what I got going, man. Um, come, hang out, come chill out and uh, hopefully uh, we'll continue to keep growing this community and hopefully more and more people continue to, consume and, and grow this plant man thanks for having definitely. me definitely you have a great rest of your day and, and thank you for coming on the organically blunt show joe have a great day thank you brother see you man you've been listening to the organically blunt show a cannabis lifestyle podcast that's raw uncut and unedited thanks for listening to the show we would like to give thanks to this episode's partners grow strong industries the mother brand of gorilla grow tint kind led and lotus nutrients use coupon code organically blunt seedsman seeds a trusted seed bank with over 20 years in the industry use coupon code organically blunt 10 horticulture lighting group hlg real efficiency real yields and made in the usa use coupon code organically blunt rain science grow bags one-of-a-kind mesh grow bags that eliminate problems and increase yields use coupon code organically blunt Grove bags the best curing solution to save terps use coupon code organically blunt captain redbeard seeds genetics that are loyal to the soil use coupon code organically blunt humboldt seed company humboldt's original seed use coupon code organically blunt fishhead farms the maker of fish shit the most robust beneficial bacteria on the market use coupon code organically blunt sofim genetics quality genetics at a fair price use coupon code organically blunt green wolf genetics these genetics come from a wolf pack that runs with quality and no bs use coupon code organically blunt utopic essential nutrients discover the truth use coupon code organically blunt stream gardening world leading mycorrhizal fungi dry tents because we all need a place to dry that harvest use coupon code organically blunt if you enjoyed this episode be sure to comment like and subscribe and in the meantime follow us on instagram at organically blunt 
or on Social Club at Organically Blunt. You can reach us also via email at organicallyblunt at gmail.com. Organically Blunt can be found where you listen to podcasts such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. See you next time on the Organically Blunt Show. 